You are listening to the REI Central Podcast presented by Maven Realty. I'm your host, Troy Gandy, broker in charge of Maven Realty, with my co-host Dan Rivers, your eco-friendly realtor. This is a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to all things real estate and real estate investing in the Charleston market. REI Central is a monthly real estate investing meetup presented by Maven Realty and Clear Vision Coaching. An REI Central event takes place every month right here in the Charleston area. We would love to see you at our next event. Also, please know that we are not attorneys or accountants. The contents of this show should not be considered legal or financial advice. The discussions in this show are not intended to be professional counsel. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Okay, this is episode number 28. We're getting up there of the REI Central podcast. Um, us over here at Maven Realty like to present this for you folks. We're trying to be uh, much better about our schedule, doing it truly bi-weekly, but it's, it's been a little bit of a challenge. Um, we have some fun guests here today. We've really gotten to kind of watch them with this journey from the beginning, and um, I think it's going to turn out great for them. So we're excited to introduce you all to these guys. Um, as always, I got Dan Rivers here with me, the eco-friendly realtor. Um, we've got a few featured listings. Again, Dan has the bulk of them. So I'll let Dan go through these. Well, one of them, thanks to our guest, which we will not reveal yet, but they did an amazing job. We got a 1449 Bacon's Bridge Road uh, in Somerville. It's a five, two and a half, almost 4,000 square foot home. Oh, and you also have a two-car garage and another two-bay workshop on 0.6 acres. It's absolutely beautiful, gorgeous renovation. You should see the kitchen. It's um, great for entertaining, huge, huge um, counter space and just, just really cute. Um, home that's for three ninety nine nine that just went live a couple days ago. We're getting a lot of activity, so go take a look. Um, two sixty five West Coleman that's over near Shem Creek and Mount Pleasant. That's a four two. We recently lowered that to eight nineteen. That we've checked with the city of Mount Pleasant. There's like a covered porch out back. If you want to turn that into uh, an ADU, um, do your own research. But I'm ninety nine percent positive, or you should be good with that based on the response we've got from the city of Mount Pleasant. And that's a you know short walk to Shem Creek. Coming soon. I know we can't really do that, but there's some in a couple in Somerville and one on James Island. They're all going to be renovated. Feel free to hit me up if you want a little bit more information. And I think you have a couple, right? Yeah, I have a couple. I have um <clears throat> today. I actually just closed on a burr, but one of my flips fell through, which is my other listing on here. So I might sell it. It's a pretty good little deal. I honestly don't want to sell it, but I think I will. It's in Wayland. Um, three, one exteriors, all cleaned up, um, ready to go. The HVAC's in pretty good shape. Just needs some tweaking. So the inside just needs some cosmetic work. Tenant's been there for like 14 years. So I think I'm going to move her over to another one that I just closed like three days ago. And then that one will be vacant. So probably sell it for like 110, something like that. Maybe 115. I'm not sure yet. And it probably only needs like five or 6,000 in work. Three, one. Three, one. Yep. So you should be able to get like 1250 to 1300 on it. Mm -hmm. Um, probably 1300 would be pretty easy. I mean, you actually did the BPO for it. So Mm -hmm. that's leaving a lot of equity in there still because ARV should be like 145 or one between 140 and 150. If you're going to sell them, you know, I'll have a buyer. Yep. Yeah. I might just send it to you if you want to take a stab at it. It's tenant occupied. So I got to talk to her and figure out what to do with her. Um, and then one of my flips just came back on market today, which is frustrating. My, the first one, first buyer fell through because their financing was declined like day of closing. And then it fell through today because they just changed their minds was basically the response that I got. So <clears throat> I put it back on market, but I really might just keep it. Um, that'd be a good Airbnb. It's in Charleston farms. Um, it's a really cute house and, uh, worst case I can put a tenant in there, probably like 1400 bucks or something like that and keep that thing cash flowing. So just have to come out of pocket more than I want to. So those are mine, my, my two listings that I got. Awesome. Yeah. I'll do i uh, I'll do a quick market update. Anybody who went to REI Central last night heard this, so it'll be a little repetitive, but, um, this is, uh, based on this January to last January, the median sales price has gone up about 10%. Days on market still about a third. It's 14 instead of 35. Active listings were down 47%. And if you go single family detached, we're under 2000 single family detached for sale right now. Pending listings are up 36%. So even though we don't have them, the, um, they're going under contract quickly. Sold was up 20%. And, um, as I mentioned last night, I think the most intriguing, um, notes to take home are homes over 500,000 
have been up 70% in sales and homes over a million up 90%, almost doubled. I mean, it's the higher home prices are, are moving. The days on market have really dropped. I didn't analyze that to see exactly what it was. But I, I know Paul today at the breakfast meeting was saying a couple million dollar homes went under like before they hit the market. Yeah. So that's that's how quick these things are moving if they're in the right location. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. And mentioning REI Central too, we had um, a really good meeting last night. There was a ton of people there. Mm -hmm. I think that was the, the biggest turnout we've had. I've said that I think the last like two or three times we've gotten together. So <clears throat> we're probably going to have to change venues pretty soon just for people listening. I'm trying to find something. Um, so I'll keep everybody updated. Um, and we'll move into our guests now because these folks have been at our REI Central meetings and some of our other groups. Um, we've got Mark and Sarah Purcell with us today. They're uh, flipping primarily, right? That's, that's the, the main. Focus. Yeah, that's the offense that they're on right now. Um, and I didn't I meet you a while back, like years ago? I met ago? you before we even moved here. Okay. I contacted you on Bigger Pockets to be our realtor to yeah. buy a house. And you were getting married the weekend that we were going oh, to be in town. Okay. So. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And did we, look at a, um, yeah. did we look at a mixed-use property somewhere? Was that you? No, okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, that was a hectic time. That was really good that that didn't work out because we went on, we got married, and then we went on our honeymoon to Greece, and my grandmother died when we were in Greece. So I came, flew back, jet-lagged as hell, slept for like four hours, and then turned around and drove up to West Virginia. I was strong. That was like the worst driving experience I've ever had in my life. But it was like, that was a solid two and a half or three weeks where I was just like off the map. Wow. So I'm glad that that, I didn't disappoint you. <laughs> um, it worked out. Yeah. So we got a married couple team here. That's exciting. I don't know if we've done that before. Yeah. I don't so, think so yeah. that'll be interesting to talk about too. But um, do you guys want to just tell us who you are and kind of where you came from and what you're up to? You go. <laughs> um, so we have four kids that we homeschool. That's kind of a big part of our life, at least my part, my life. Um, you do it too, so I should include you. Um, but we moved here three and a half years ago from North Dakota. Okay. We were there for five years, but we originally are from California. Um, our first flip was in California. Oh, what part? San Clemente. Okay. Yep. Slow That's when we got married. We bought it. Bought it for like three hundred. Little condo. Owned it for a year and a half. Turned around and sold it for four thirty. Yeah. And we were like, wow. Nice. So living flip. here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We used the VA loan to get mm -hmm. it. That's so awesome. We put money down. Yeah. We were like, wow, this is. This is something to pay attention to. So that's how Mike Goldberg kind of got started too. Mm -hmm. See, in California, um, I think he his dad was supposed to help him with a condo, and his dad kind of pulled out at the last minute. So yeah. Mike got it, and then it spiked in value, and he uh -huh. was able to sell it. Yeah, somewhere in I think he was in like the um, the Valley, like Glendale area, maybe uh -huh. something like that. Uh -huh. So yeah, I think it's a smart move for a lot of new investors. More and more starting to house hack. Whether you flip it, whether you um, you know, just living at rent out rooms or mother in law mm -hmm. suite, whatever the case is. I mean, it's just, it's a really smart way to get into investing. Did you, you did it by accident or? I mean, it was, was pretty goal? much by accident. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, somebody was like, you're, you're getting married and you want to, you're looking for a place to live. Why don't you guys get the VA loan? Mark's a Marine. You yeah. Know? So it, it was just, it just like happened. Yeah. And, and then we've used the VA loan two or three times since then yeah. to buy houses. We moved to North Dakota. We bought one in the country with the VA loan. Then we, refinanced it, moved into the city with the VA loan, mm -hmm. refinanced it, moved here with the VA loan. Oh, no, we used the FHA 203K loan when okay. we moved here. Um, Those VAs are awesome. Yeah. That's like such a good, one of the better resources, in my opinion, that, that veterans get. Because um, you can use the hell out of that thing. Mm -hmm. If you know how to use it, you can really leverage it. And if they come back with that two o the VA two o three K loan again, that'd be nice. Yeah. It's a yeah. good combo. Yeah, right? you should uh, maybe, hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. your eyes peeled for that because you guys could probably use that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it might be something you just live in temporarily and you sell it, but um, you could use that no money down, really low rate. So yep. that could be an option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. we do Airbnb in our current house. That's something when we when we bought our house, we looked specifically for something with an extra unit. And it's paid our mortgage every yeah. month since we've owned it, except for two months during COVID. Yeah. Um, but it's it's such a blessing. I'm so thankful. So when that. was California? 
before we go on, I want to note that I followed Sarah into this real estate deal. <laughs> okay. I'm the one who was like, let's buy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then we bought when we moved to North Dakota. And then she said, let's buy a second house in the city and then let's rent this out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, and then that, that equity got us, you know, we're using it, we use it as 1031 money. But I also followed Sarah into Airbnb because mm-hmm. we were in Williston, North Dakota. You've never heard no, of it. No. I don't know yeah. anything about North Dakota. Yeah. That's like yeah. another country to Wait, me. Sturgis. That's South Dakota. That's how much I know on North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she wanted to do Airbnb, and I was trying to be supportive, but I was not. He was rolling his eyes. Oh, like, yeah. What I was like, okay, honey, me? sure. I'll yeah. help you create a kitchenette in our basement. In the laundry room. <laughs> yeah. And for how many months did we make? We did it for like six months before we moved here, and... By the end, we were making fifteen hundred bucks a month yeah. on our stupid yeah. little basement bedroom. And yeah. our first guest was, was a famous movie star. Oh, mm. Tessa Thompson. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 She's been really busy lately. So pretty yeah. much, yeah. she. I like her. her fame. Pretty much so generated. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You well, your too. Airbnb pop because she stayed there. <laughs> no, no. Vice versa. Yeah, I got you. Something rubbed off on her. That's awesome. So you were. What were y'all doing in California? Military? Okay, you both are from there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we met when I was in the Marine Corps and then fell in love, got married. Oh. Yeah. And so we took this amazing real estate, you know, flip, and we we moved to North Carolina because Nicholas Sparks books. Okay. And (laughs) that's, you know, it's partly true. (laughs) I decided to start a construction company. You started. I was getting my real estate license. Right. And so we basically burned through all that money with upstart. Well, we paid off like student loans yeah. and cars and everything. And then we, then what we had left, we, yeah, because we had no network. Yeah. So. And that you were still in, what, what, why did you go to North Dakota? This is a long story. So, yeah, we had, we had migrated to Idaho on a big adventure. Okay. We lived in our RV. We traveled the country for a year. Okay. And Land, you had kids at this time. Landed in Idaho. We had three kids. Okay. And then... We're poor as heck, and then yeah, we we convert, we got a diesel truck, converted it to veggie oil. Okay, and we went on the road, and it's not a big cash game, so, uh, <laughs> so we went we went to the oil boom basically. Yes. Yeah, you're like go for five years. Yeah, that's a broad spectrum. You're like no oil, then you go to like yeah, help the super <laughs> green, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go the, crack. The, what oh, what's the God. pipeline that's going through North Dakota? Did they ever no, finally stop? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was finally. The, Joe Biden, yeah. I thought he stopped it right like day one. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Apple. Um, Apple. And then you went from there to North Carolina. No, no there to here. Okay, gotcha. He said North Carolina. He meant North Dakota, I think. No, we went to North Carolina. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. We had a six month flip. vacation there. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then we moved back to California. Okay. Yes. So we lived in like. This is our second try to the yeah. East Coast. This is what's fun though about doing this is like I knew I've gotten to know you guys pretty intimately like presently from the lunch group that we're in, and I knew we had met before and talked before, but uh-huh. I couldn't remember when or where. So, but I didn't know anything about you guys personally. I knew you had a construction license. You're a do you have a builder's license or a contractor's license? Yeah, residential builder. Okay, yeah. so I knew that, and I know we've talked about you had your license or were getting it? I've had it in three different states okay. so far. <laughs> yeah. Working on my South Carolina one. It's right. just four kids. So. But it's just cool to know all that stuff because yeah. um, it, it just shows a lot about like, like really being enterprising. <laughs> you know, if you're willing to be that flexible and do all this fun stuff. Because it, it's a weird industry to be in. You know, you have to bootstrap and do things yourself. So. You have to be a little nuts. You do a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. But it gets easier as you go further. So Sure. Yeah, it's it more systematic. It does. <laughs> so you can do more. <laughs> yes, yes. So you can just take on more <laughs> dumb shit that is scary. But okay, so now we're where are we at now? I want to talk a little bit about like yeah, how they are like you got the the combo, the dual. Obviously, you got the four kids at home. You're homeschooling. Yeah. How do you guys? How, how does this your personal two person team work? Hmm. It's gotten much better as I've gotten over myself <laughs> and realized. I need help, yeah. you know, and so Sarah's uh, personality gifts totally are opposite of mine, and as we lean on each other, it's like amazing. Yeah, I think we complement each other's weaknesses and mm-hmm. strengths somehow. That, like I'm a big, work. broad stroke thinker, and Sarah is very good at the details, mm-hmm. and that's where I've learned a ton from her. 
Yeah, I'm organized. Like I like to, I can do the sit on the computer to get stuff done, but I have no idea how to manage his projects. Yeah. Or you know, tell his guys what to do. And he's really good. he's a good leader mm-hmm. of the team. So military background probably helps yeah. with that, right? Yeah. Just like kind of being orderly, maybe. Or just understanding like if you can get a hold of a guy, give him vision, yeah, and give him some purpose, they'll charge ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's important for. I think that's something a lot of people don't catch on early enough. Is obviously you guys are married, so you kind of stuck to your <laughs> business partner too. But seriously, to complement each other is so important because we have the same skill sets. Then it's really probably yeah. not going to work. You're probably going to bicker more, argue more on projects because you're both going to have a strong opinion on something. Trying to use the same skill set, so yeah. I think it's amazing. Not only are you a duo, but you have you you have like set roles of what you do and you're both good at your own things yeah we kind of just fell into it like i like to find the proper or like he finds them i get them closed i get the utilities i manage the insurance yeah and he just takes it and runs with the project and then you kind of clean up whatever clean it up and close it all Mm -hmm. up yeah and it just i don't know but there there have been some gaps Mm -hmm. for instance bookkeeping yeah neither of our strengths you got to so, find a bookkeeper. That was huge one. for me. Yeah. yeah. That was a big um, benefit. And tax time when that comes around is so helpful because she just sends. She's like, are you ready? I'm like, yep. And she just sends it all to my accountant. Yeah. And then uh, we go from there. The our, Rachel doesn't help me like a lot internally within my business, but her role is kind of more of support, which we just figured that out a while back. So it's nice when I get really busy, I can just be like, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? And mm-hmm. when you figure out those roles and there's not competition anymore, because really, you're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to do the same thing, like you're both accomplishing the same, mm-hmm. trying to accomplish the same thing. So that helps a lot. And you, you learn your roles out of necessity a lot of the time. Because mm-hmm. y'all went from like zero to a thousand really fast. So I bet a lot of those roles you just had to figure out. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm impressed that like, I know we had talked about this and maybe it is the groups that the meetups that help out with that. I, I don't know, maybe, but um. The fact that you were like, all right, we're going to get a bookkeeper. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do this and stay miserable. Mm-hmm. We're going to find another piece. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. I don't know if you want to, um, well, we hop out of line a little bit there, but I don't know if you want to talk about like your team you're starting to put into place and how important that is. I, I know we try to drive that home on a lot of these, but I don't think people understand how important that is. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys started off kind of, correct me if I'm wrong, kind of piecemealing it and then mm-hmm. falling back into, all right, we need these pieces. Mm-hmm. In order to survive, we mm-hmm. had to ask for help. Yeah, yeah, we were losing sleep over the bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. And so that was the best, you know, three $400 a month spent just mm-hmm. to get that off of our stress. So Honestly, it's good to have the accountability, too, of a bookkeeper because you're not just, like, writing off a bunch of bullshit and then at the end of the year you're like, oh, no. Like, it's it's nice. Like, when I go pay for lunch or whatever it may be, I, I don't expense as much as I should, but I think about it. I'm like, is this going to uh-huh. be pro- a problem? And then I don't do it if I even think about that, you uh-huh. know? So it's kind of nice. I run everything through my business. I know. I don't, I'll figure it out at the end. <laughs> I don't run enough through mine. I'm paying for it anyway. Yeah. Might as well throw it if I can't include it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm probably wrong. But no, well, I mean, that's what we really kind of should do, you know, is put de- expense as much as you possibly yeah. can. If it's I legal, just, why yeah. not? Take mm-hmm. advantage of it. I'll let Justin yeah. tell me now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that time, yeah. 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 Whoever the accountant is. Yeah, yeah well, you guys use the same accountant, right, Justin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but we have a different bookkeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll give him another shout-out. He just called me a minute ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you back. Um so well, let me go real quick. So you guys are flippers primarily, right? And this will probably help guide some more of just the understanding of the conversation. And you are basically just trying to flip a lot of houses right now, right? Yeah. Like as many as you can kind of handle at the moment. And I'm sure your systems will get better. So what, for this year, how many houses is it that you want to flip? Well, we have we have a dollar amount. In okay. Our, you know, for like as a our financial goal. goal. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... I'll, you know, hopefully we can get that done in around 24 okay. or less. Hopefully less. Maybe it might take 30. Yeah. Okay. That's a much better metric, in my opinion, is the um, the financial sort of way to look at it. And you really just started doing this like last year, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like pre- August. Okay. Yeah. We actually, we sold a house in North Dakota and 1031 exchanged the, the money into a house on James Island. And accidentally, I mean, we just called Kelly asking her for advice. And then one day Mark's like, 
you know Russ and Kelly coach people? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know. I've known her for like three years, and she never even mentioned it. So we hired the, her as a coach, yeah. and kind of like after purchasing this house, kind of figured out what we wanted to do with it, which we decided to flip. And I feel like that just like started the ball rolling. Yeah. It's been a snowball. Yeah. And, and what's your driving force for wanting to do all this stuff? Just obviously, I mean, we know what it is, but if you want to kind of solidify it, just freedom, all those things. You say it well. I think time freedom. Yeah. Like, and money allows you to have time freedom. Definitely. So it's like the vehicle to get to more time with our family. Yeah. That's our dream. I mean, if we could like move into an RV again and just live on the road and which we will be doing someday. yeah 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 we're going to be mobile in mobile operations mode <laughs> from thanksgiving to new year's this year so yeah that's our goal One that's project. awesome yeah i know you guys wanted to do that so that is that's really cool we're trying to plan a bunch of not quite to that level but we might do israel in november and hawaii in cool. december to try to like that end of the year cool. do a bunch of cool trips so cool. that is i think that's the ultimate win if you can yes. take basically kind of two months off yeah yeah as much as you can. Yeah. That's going to be... You have a camper now, right? You still have your camper. Yeah. I do. We're starting to... Part of our goals are booking trips. I've already started booking trips. Yeah. Devils Fork and... Cool. Another one. But yeah. Um, no, I think that's... I think that's amazing. What... Like, I know... So, are you hyper-focusing this year? Your goals are flipping, flipping, and then... I kind of want to hop a little bit to... You said that it's that time value and freedom. So what's your ultimate goal? Yeah, Flip for, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. flipping is to build up the cash to buy more passive mm-hmm. or invest in more passive yeah. income. So yeah. we have one flip we're going to maybe burr. We're looking into it. Mm-hmm. So it would be a good burr. Mm-hmm. So good. that'd be our first. Yeah, I mean, if you can do, that's the nice thing about burn, especially if you're on the front lines, if you're flipping or wholesaling, you can cherry pick them. So if you can get out of it and really get all your cash back, yeah. Then do it. We'll be in zero dollars and yeah. then cash flow a couple hundred yeah. every month. Yeah. So. Yep. I also want to have the flipping business be passive income too. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. why I like creating a leadership <clears throat> challenge to set people up, clear definitions, and then cross train and mm-hmm. tell them, okay, now let's work on replacing you. So. Yeah. Well, that's what's I think really cool about you guys is coming into this new. You're from everything I've seen, your expectations are very realistic and you're, you, you get like the challenges and that's why you got a coach like almost right away, which most people don't. Most people lose their ass on couple before they finally invest in that. So you're doing it right. Um, and you're doing it for the right reasons too. You're not doing it like just to make a bunch of money. You're doing it like to, and, and you're gonna reinvest those proceeds too into right. even smarter asset. And it's just to have time and to spend more time with your family. I don't know how, Y'all do all that stuff and then have four kids you homeschool. That's that's tough, man. <laughs> you know, as fun as the home office, like, I could be out in our camper, which is my version of the home office, and I like being at the kitchen table. It's yeah. That's our, that's our desk. Yeah. The kitchen table. And then, like, I'll get ambushed by one of my kids, and I'll have to, like, you know, do a counterattack, and there's, like, a five-minute <laughs> wrestle session yeah. there. And, um, you know, I love it. It's, it's wonderful. Well, that's why we do this. Like, that's what I tell a lot of people if – even if you're an agent only, you didn't do all this stuff to just have a nine to five, to like have a job where your boss needs you to come in and you have to do, you have to work like eight to five every day. That's not really why any of us should do this stuff. It's, you know, depending on what your financial needs are, just work like when you want, when you can, when you have to, um, and then otherwise try to enjoy your life. And then just be smart about your money so that you don't waste it. As we all know, <clears throat> You know, the nine to fivers say, oh, you're so lucky to be on it. How many, I mean, I know you guys do the same thing. We work weekends, we work nights. Like 10, we work 11 whatever. at night. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But you're able to do those but, little breaks. Well, where... like every month or once a month on Monday, he takes our oldest son to go play airsoft all day with homeschoolers. Yeah. What's airsoft? Um, Bro. It's, it's fun. Shooting. It is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It's like paintball. They play yeah. it at Char- oh. Charleston Paintball. It's like but paintball it's... with a little plastic BB gun. Yeah. Thing, so. so they do sing. Yeah, probably. And then like this morning, he has and, like an hour and a half long workout session with all four of our kids. They're outside doing calisthenics. Yeah. They went on a run and. Yeah. I mean, it's ten o'clock in the morning. Like I love checking emails at ten o'clock because I get to do. Ten o'clock stuff, at night. You know? Yeah, I mean, in place of that time. Getting you know, free. Yeah, even right. Even in this building phase. Yeah. 
I see. I think yeah. that part's awesome, and that's it's funny. My wife had a little hard time with that. Once in a while, I'll have like a random Tuesday I go golfing because it's gorgeous out. She'd be like, "Oh, you just out golfing the other day?" I was like, "Yeah." Did you not realize I haven't taken a day off in twenty yeah. days? So, yeah. yeah, I went yeah. golfing. I had three hours. She just, yeah. she's, she's yeah. not just. Well, then you can go. You, you can do that vacation then when you want. So yeah. you like, I'll tell Dan. Dan tells me he's like, "We're going to wherever. I'm going to be gone for you know a week." He's like, "Can you help me out?" Sure, yeah, yeah. you know, go enjoy your time, and you still have to answer the phone and stuff, and answer some emails, but you know, you can go do it. Yeah. So. But the more you put a team in place, on my honeymoon, I was still answering emails. Yeah, that was a hard one though, because you're in Africa. Africa. It was really tough. <laughs> I couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, we got some fires over here. I don't know how to answer these questions, and I'm of like, of course, it's like you're gone during Christmas and New Year's, and somehow there's still yeah. Like yeah. fires, yeah. people but, they would reach out to me and they're like, I need to talk to them. I'm like, Well, he's on safari, so <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to wait till I get a hold of him. But they'll well, work that. Having the systems and the team in place is gonna help you guys out with that, obviously. Hopefully, it's like you said, you're trying to train your guys that if you're not there, just make the executive decision, they're gonna make mistakes. But I really enjoy that, that. being able like, they asked me a question, well, What should I do? and I said, Well, because I could answer mm -hmm. and just get it done, but we're in the same spot next time, right? Yeah, and I love saying, You know what. I could make this easy, but what would you do if you were me? What would best serve the business? Because the business is feeding like 50 people, you know. So I, I just I love that leadership aspect of it. Um, you also are just going to start making little videos. What's that? Yeah, I finally got Loom going. Loom, yeah. And, and yeah. I text him, like, did you get the video? Oh my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to call me anymore. Yeah, I love Loom, man. I've been using it. A lot um, and you can do it on zoom too you can do screen recording on zoom as well but I like loom a lot for those of y'all that don't know <clears throat> if you're in a place where you're trying to train anybody loom I think it's free right I don't yeah. pay for it you can record your screen and then when you're finished it'll save it um, in a file and you can just whatever your daily tasks are or whatever you can film everything and pop it right up so it takes a while to do, but once you do it once, <clears throat> then it just makes it way easier when you mm -hmm. throw someone else in that role because yeah. you know you're gonna turn over yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. an investment. It's hard to not get a quick fix. It's an investment. Even it takes five minutes. Yeah. But it's you know like this take. It's the same thing. Like, do I spend my money now or do I invest it now? It's the same mini mm -hmm. decision. Yeah. I'm really bad about that when I'm like I'm so busy I don't have the hour to do the video mm -hmm. so I'll just go do the thing that takes ten minutes and then it comes up again mm -hmm. like the following day. I'm like well, shit. That's why I'm just going. Oh, I haven't eaten anything today. <laughs> like. I've been struggling today to get everything done, so. No, that's important. It's funny, when I was 24 years old in my property management, I went to my boss with a problem, and he's like, and he, he told me, he goes, don't ever come to me with a problem without having a proposed mm -hmm. answer. He said, it doesn't have to be right, hmm. but just don't come to me with a problem without having at least thought up an answer, and it, that that's stuck cool. with me so strong. From then on, I'm like, all right, I'm going to think myself and then propose. And sometimes you're way off, but who cares? At least you try. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and awesome. And then you get it going and stuff. But I am excited to hear this because I don't ever call them failures. They're um, lessons learned in education. So you want to talk about some of maybe your you know, win, uh, some losses mm -hmm. or lessons We've learned? We've had some good real estate education. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's, you know, it's cost some money. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one we 1031 exchange that we bought before we hired our coaches. Mm -hmm. um, just lots of lessons learned. For example, we should always crawl under the house and mm -hmm. check the crawl space because the whole floor was rotted out and we had to replace it and we hadn't planned on that. Not the lean into the crawl space opening. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks good. Let's get vertical. I've done that one before and we ended up having to replace like half the joists and basically all the subfloor and it was just that was a nightmare yep. Yep. <clears throat> yep and and also asking for comps and confirming comps um and conservative comps at that mm -hmm. like what I, I think for me asking the question what would yes it could sell for this and what would it sell for quickly mm -hmm. basically off of yeah that. yeah it's a good idea to ask for the range because it isn't always a cut and dry answer on a specific number so yeah. it's good to ask for that range because then you could base it on the lower end of the range yes. and hope you get the mm -hmm. higher end of the range. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and if, we based it on the higher and yeah. got way below the lower. Yeah. So. That's very well, common. That's very common. I mean, especially for people starting off. Yes. It's a very common thing. Um, what are probably the two biggest things are um, underestimating repair costs, overestimating Airbnb. I mean, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 
We did both yeah. of those on that, yeah. on that one. <laughs> yeah, and that contributes. <laughs> that normally will contribute to the buying too high as well because you're like, well, you know, repairs are only going to cost yep. this, and we can sell it for that. So then we end up overpaying when we buy, yep. and it's harder to exit it. And if you're doing volume like you guys are, if that's sort of the, the goal, yeah. it's better to err on the side of the more conservative number, you know, just so you can move it. It's just that velocity. Mm -hmm. You want to get mm -hmm. in and out as quickly as you can, you know. Yeah, because cash flow is something you yeah. do, mm -hmm. you know, something you really yeah. got to pay attention to. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you guys, you guys are smart. I know you JV on some deals and you'll, you'll mm -hmm. bring in Hartford. Yeah, I think it's really smart. Yeah. JV, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly and Sunshine. Probably. I look forward to you know, it. Because yeah. you've got the crew. The cruise. Yeah, that's the deal right there, man. That's where I have the hardest time right now is labor. Go watch, go watch Bakenbridge. Yeah, I mean it's really good quality. So I'm not just saying this; I will tell you, Thanks. Cliff sunk. It was <laughs> really good quality. Yeah. Like you know, like things when you look at things that I look for. I look at tile in the bathtub or tile in the backsplash. Mm -hmm. and it's it's flush. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the grout lines look pretty clean. Yeah. Not um, grout dust everywhere. Yeah, and it's yeah. finished too. Like there's again, there's I've seen flips where like there's three light switches off and you don't have a cover here and you don't have something there. It's like it's it's completed. Yeah, and that's people underestimate how important that is when you roll out on the market. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you are not completed, I'd rather delay a day or two mm -hmm. than yeah. throw it on early and have that bad stigma because especially you know now people are hitting that house right away mm -hmm. yeah and they want those good reviews yep and you guys do a very from the one i've seen is phenomenal you Thank know good you. work which is important mm -hmm. you know about the team too um i've got two really great guys working with me and i got lucky i got lucky because the idea is to hire where you don't want to what you don't do well at mm -hmm. your weaknesses right mm -hmm. and i and i got lucky i met a few guys while i was working for another contractor um they you know, came on the job and I've been working with them for about three years. And the one is pretty much me, like super distractible, but loves working with people. <laughs> and the other guy is not so social, but very good with details and following through on, you know. Tasks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I've just been really fortunate. Um, definitely. I, my na I now have a virtual operations manager, although moved back to Mexico this week. Oh, and um, he's been... He's set up now, and it's been kind of cool. It's like he's just at home in North Charleston, you know. Um, so you need a translation. You call. <coughs> yeah, just I, I couldn't do it without this guy. Yeah. So yeah, I can't remember who I was talking about recently. <coughs> my memory, I'm, I'm I'm 40 now. Okay, so it mm -hmm. goes it goes when you get older. Someone was saying two different people were saying how like one project manager was in California managing like Kentucky, like. And there was another version of that where they're in one state and it's like six states apart yeah. where the project manager and it. They said it works, you know, especially with technology. They say yes. it works fine. Yeah. Mark, very well. Mark's been like barely leaving the house sometimes. Like yeah, he just virtual has walkthroughs or virtual walkthroughs. And yeah. it's a little like on the practical end, it's a little fuzzy, but you get to see what's happening. Mm -hmm. you know? And then the you know the back of just send me pictures of everything so I can then look at the pictures to catch. Oh, that receptacle's cockeyed. Let's do that <clears> right <throat> now. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed at how well it works. Yeah. You can probably be more objective, too, when you look at it, you know, because you're not being distracted by the sounds mm -hmm. and everything going on. You can just look at the photos and be like, oh, you know, it's like, where's Waldo? Mm -hmm. You're looking for mistakes without being bothered. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty cool way to go about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's, uh, and I met Aldo. He seems like oh, awesome guy. Good, you know, strong piece to your puzzle. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. awesome. Well, let's talk about plans for 2021. Um, you can be as broad as you want to. You know, it could be business, life, travel. Yeah, well, we're just working on pumping out, you know, for me, yeah, personally, building a great system that just, you know, repeats itself and it's easy. It's, I want it to be a user-friendly system, mm -hmm. so I really want to do more partner partnerships. And, um, you know, we've got the goal of being mobile for a month and, or five weeks at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, our kids are in a homeschool co-op, so it ends at Thanksgiving and it starts back up in January. Yeah. So we're just going to hit the road for the whole time. That's awesome. We'd also like 50 acres on John's Island. Dan's Island. <laughs> okay. <called>. Dan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's... that's uh, we could be neighbors. I'll find some. Actually, there's one down the street from here for sale from Acres. Hmm. I don't know how much it is. It's on the water. We were talking to Paul this morning about land, maybe yeah. wholesaling some that's, land. Yeah, that's a good guy to talk to. Yeah, he had a lot of off-market stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exciting. And the, the long trip, that's going to be RV, right? Yeah. Airstream, are we looking for the RV? We're yeah. hoping for the Airstream. Right now we have a little. Well, to be specific, 
it's, <coughs> it's five weeks um, with our 2018 Sequoia and our Airstream. So we got some work to do before. Oh, okay, there, yeah, yeah. Which we don't have either of those yet. Yeah. Well, you're getting all this other stuff oh, done, so yeah. I'm not too worried about that. And you, you told us how many you want to do. Um, and then you, we know you, you want to get into passive stuff. So is that a goal for this year? Is more passive properties? We've, Kelly really helped us like pick something we need to do and laser focus yeah. and not have that shiny object syndrome distract us mm -hmm. from that goal. So we are definitely tempted to be like squirrel, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> um, we've done that our whole lives, but that's why we've never, we talked about flipping for 14 years and mm -hmm. we we're finally doing it, but we just got to stay laser focused, even though, well, we do have our Airbnb, but yeah. that's like a, a well oiled machine now mm -hmm. it just runs itself well that's what the flipping will be too though at some point you know which will be like well that's just our flipping business that's over there and it runs you know yeah, we're that's it now. it's just so hard to see when we're like in the woods you know we can't really see i'm bad about it i'm really bad about it they don't tell you well it's easy like you said i mean i was too when i got down here and like a kelly and the group mm -hmm. in general but kelly being my coach as well right now is awesome because like you said you hyper focus mm -hmm. on get really good <clears throat> Don't go outside, um, you know, that area. Like I was talking to someone today that was like, oh, land, we should develop. And I was like, that's not, I, I'm I not doing that right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. I thought about that for and our own desire to buy land right now. Like, yeah. is mm -hmm. this distracting us from, mm -hmm. sorry. But that's a personal, no, 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 yeah. please. No, but that's a personal thing. So it's a little bit different. Like it's not your business. You're not trying to do four different businesses. Yeah. You're looking for a piece of land to live yeah. and do it. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily... A distraction but yeah the passive income right now and like you and I looking at that cool complex and everything probably wasn't within either of our goals at this point so uh -huh. it's it was cool to look at and analyze uh -huh. um, thanks all the numbers weren't close enough to work otherwise we would have probably went <laughs> deeper into it but um, yeah I think that's really important I think I I see the difference since you guys shifted to that hyper focus uh -huh. you locked down what seven properties you nine. got your, I'm sorry, nine. <laughs> you're flipping them. You're, you're putting them on the market. Like, uh -huh. it started working with the machine. Don't, don't go away from that. It, like, you literally hyper-focused and it's working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we it's might, awesome to see. We, like I said, we might burr one of them. Mm -hmm. And that was Kelly recommend. We were thinking it. We're like, that one seems like it would work for a burr. Mm -hmm. And then Kelly brought it up. And she's like, have you guys thought about burring mm -hmm. Jeff Street? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that we'll probably do that. And then get a little, maybe just slowly mm -hmm. accumulate passive yeah i mean if it fits the rest of your model <clears throat> then you can just peel it off mm -hmm. you know you're not throwing like a crazy wrench in your gear in that mm -hmm. circumstance you know you're just the exit strategy is just a little bit different mm -hmm. you can find ways to co-op these things and that's one of the things that's hard about being a broker is we look at so many different property types and di like mm -hmm. all, a lot of my clients have different models so i'll see I'll help them buy something, and I'm like, damn, that thing does well. Like, maybe I should do those. Mm -hmm. And then another one, like, a week later, I'm like, damn, that, that works really well. So it's hard trying to stay, you know, in your lane. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's really difficult. And, it, you know, these groups and stuff we go to are the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you'll hear somebody else say, yeah, my private lending business, I did this or my whatever, you know. And it's like, hmm, maybe I should shift over into that. Mm -hmm. So, But then you hard. don't realize all the, I mean, we've talked about this this morning and that stuff, but we didn't do it on air, so um, on air, <laughs> on our podcast. Um, you are 40, aren't all right, you? Yeah. <laughs> all you, you know, however many people listen to this, we're on air. <laughs> um, about, it's easy for you guys to say, hey, we got to find deals. Let's start wholesaling. Let's wholesale mm -hmm. some deals. We don't realize there's a cost and there's a ton of time. time. You yes. know, just like people are like, oh, I just want to flip. Now you realize how much time it takes to yes. make well over. It's the same thing for wholesaling. It's yeah. the same thing for all these other areas of the business. So let the people be experts in those yes. areas. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's and, hard to understand. And to like Russ says, is my favorite phrase: be go givers. Like, yeah. You know, we can focus on our flipping, and then we can benefit you by having you do your job that you're good at by listing it for us yeah. and mm -hmm. like. And we can buy it from Chris, who wholesaled it, and he made a little profit on it. And yeah. Everybody wins. We all we all benefit. Yeah. We all get something. and We're lucky with that here. And I think it's been kind of by design, really, is like trying to do this sort of rising tide method. Like, mm -hmm. And I, I get Russ, every time I have the opportunity, I go like, Russ, t talk about the abundance mentality. Because I want people to think about it. It's like we don't, if we all try to cut each other off, we're all just going to burn out. And we're all going to get sued because we're all just going to be like eating one another. Yes. There's no reason to do that. If we can all make a little bit of money. And it, when you're in a market like this, when like deal flow is horrible, 
Uh-huh. The more relationships you have, the better, you know. I just love our group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like we would not be doing what we're doing if it wasn't for this community mm-hmm. of investors. Yeah, that, yeah. It's been cool, too, that, like, so Kelly and Russ and them, for example, they're they're kind of getting into the golden years of mm-hmm. their careers, so they're willing now to, like, pass down knowledge. And then they've got their stuff that they do that's their resource. Like, Kelly's funded one that is supposed to close for me today that I, I threw at her, like like, six days ago. I was like, wow. oh, I got an emergency. I got a fund, some funding fell through. Can you do it? And it's basically done. You know. Well, even even it's not. They there may be a place to like pass pass it on, but hopefully, like they're going to keep on going. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we can be in that phase where we mm-hmm. can give back to them. It's just mutual. Because Absolutely. Yes. They have what we need. Yep. We We're can, making them money yeah. by borrowing. Yes, for yeah. sure. The idea of the team, <clears throat> like not so much building a team where I'm weak, but also partnering as a team. Yeah. Um, like I just want to be, I want us to be the, when someone says, Hey, I got a project, but how do I get it ready to sell? You know, like let's all make, uh, do a bunch of deals where we're part owners rather than, um, like you ever have the conversation with somebody, tell them what you're doing. Like, yeah, I think I'm going to do that someday. I really can't, I really want to do that all with my own money though. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, you it's not, yeah, I don't want to yeah. poo-poo them and say they're not going to do it, but that was me talking to me for 14 years. But we'd mm-hmm. be doing this, it, we'd flip one house a year then, yeah. if we were going to do or it Or not at all. Yeah. You know, and once we kind of open our mind to the community aspect, um, it's kind of, it's much better. You don't have to be good at everything. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing that component. So if you want to fund them with your own cash, you got to go to the bank and you got to do all this, that, and the other and account for it. But if you contact a lender and you say, I need money, they're going to put it into their system mm-hmm. and they're going to do a lot of that work for you to uh-huh. fund that deal, you know. So it's just leaning on, and you just have to factor all that in when you do your deals, you know. Not even just that, like the gap funding. I mm-hmm. mean, someone like me, I try to save up a little bit of money, and I, I don't have time to do the flipping business, mm-hmm. nor the systems, nor the. I mean, I want to do the other stuff that I'm doing. It's nice to just be like, oh, you have a deal, you need a gap funder, here mm-hmm. you go. Yep. It's fifty grand or whatever it yeah. is, and yep. now we're good. We both kind of get a little yep. piece. Both benefit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about your cash. You're good on your yep. end, and. Um, I think we, it's awesome for everybody. Yeah, yeah, and we do some gatekeeping. So in that situation, whoever it is that comes to you to say like, hey, you got some excess capital, you probably already know they're pretty good and trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't. we would have maybe not <laughs> brought them so close in, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah. that, that's been something that we've kind of done by design, and it's not always the best to gatekeep. But like when you're talking about people's money and people's entire livelihoods, we try to really mm-hmm. kind of keep the snakes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they can go somewhere else. So I think mm-hmm. Charles is pretty good about that. Yeah, we've been lucky. Small, tight-knit group. Mm-hmm. We've been very, very lucky. Especially just the way that the metrics in the MSA have gone through the roof. So this was like little, kind of, much smaller than even it is now in the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. So now we're making all these lists and things, but fortunately we have a pretty good base of like, you know, veteran investors that mm-hmm. know everybody. Well, our essential helps with that. It does Dance help. Yeah, and then our lunch group, you know, that's phenomenal. Mm, our you, breakfast. Yeah, breakfast group is killer. Yeah. You guys are in an accountability group together, right? Aren't well, you? Or are we allowed to talk about this? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Fight no, Club. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a different thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in a group together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am Occult. in a, an accountability, like, personal development group with um, another Chris guy. Yeah, oh, okay. Right. Cool. Chris is good. Chris. Yeah, cool. I am with, um, mine's with Patrick, Jeff, and uh, Jacob. Okay. That's... That's my account. That's a good group. Yeah. Yeah. But I think staying connected is what has kept us in the game. Yeah. I just, uh, Angela Dunn is, we found out two REI meetings ago that we both like leadership and and personal development and personnel development. Yeah. So I just emailed her. The subject was leadership geek. I was like, hey, do you want to do a video video chat and talk about leadership? Yeah. She loved it. I she's bet, like, yeah, dude. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's great. I mean, that's why Kelly, again, delegation. Kelly mm-hmm. just trusts and knows that Angela is so good at like them being athletes too. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you're our point guard, and Angela basically does all the staffing and you know a lot of the resourcing for her businesses. Angela's tall. She wasn't a point guard. She's probably, not. But I mean, she you know, she was a center. Actually, I think. What was she? Was she a center? I think so. Because Kelly was a point guard, right? Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Um, you right. talked about a lesson learned. I want to hear some wins. Yeah. Got any wins going on yet, or even small ones, personal ones? I mean, the first house we sold was a win. Like yeah, we, the yeah. Charleston Farms one. Yeah. yeah. We approached the model with okay. with delegation and communication, and you know, personally, I failed all the way through it, but it. it we still made a little money. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're over budget a little bit, and there was just bumps along the way, but it worked. 
they were in the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And were you already in your coaching program at that point? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That you probably wouldn't have done quite as well. Mm-hmm. No. You know? Actually, <laughs> Kelly wholesaled that one to us yeah. and kind of help us get going a little mm-hmm. bit. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most people lose money on their first flip or two, you know, and you're normally lucky if you can get out of that first first or second one just breaking even, you know. Because most of us don't really have a construction background when we start this stuff. So that's like Greek, you know, it's a different yeah. language when you start meeting with your subs and stuff. So you guys actually did well on that first one, in my yeah. opinion. Well, he'd been working for clients in yeah. construction, and this is so much better mm-hmm. than working for clients. It's a lot different, too. I thought it had a leg up coming in, and, and I'm sure you guys think, well, you did, because you know it, you know. But I, managing a business this way and delegating and trying to, like, transfuse information. And stay in your budget. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, um... It's way different. Not yeah. a client's budget. I've had to right? relearn a lot of stuff. Yeah, I um, bet. It's a, it's a big difference. It's almost like the difference between investment to retail. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. I've not thought about that. But I guess being a contractor, your, your frame of reference would have to change if you're then the developer or the investor. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it's in, to stay within budget, but then you also, I'm sure you guys are learning too because you have a Jeff Street to a bacon's fridge to mm-hmm. you know you know anywhere from like you know i'm saying like under 200 sub 200 cell to 400 plus cell mm-hmm. there's different levels of material and products you're going to use mm-hmm. and you don't want to mm-hmm. overuse on the low one but you also mm-hmm. don't want to underuse on the other one so that's mm-hmm. i'm sure that's taken a while to balance i'm i'm guessing yeah, I mean, have you been able to overcome you can that new build, you yeah. can new build for about 10 a square for 110 a square foot or 300 square foot. It's up to you. And most of it has to do with your finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll say that the new role for me is more of being like the, the budget watcher, the projector, the mm-hmm. communicator, the vision, you know, you know, trying to keep everybody under the umbrella about where we're going. And I'm not really good at it. I'm, I'm getting better, but uh, it's, it's been a big shift. You know? It's hard to do that though, especially if you come from that like client facing, you know, you show up and you swing the hammer. And then all of a sudden, now you have to audit everybody all the time. And it's just so different from, like, being in your truck, going to the job, to now you're, like, just auditing and watching and being the tight ass. Yeah. And here's, I mean, here's what I love about a lot of people in our group. But what you just said, I absolutely love is I'm not good at that. I'm learning on because it's very, I know in our world, the real estate world, you don't hear many realtors say I'm not good at somewhere I'm not or mm-hmm. like your flaws. I mean, it's just in general. Humans don't really want to tell you that they're not good at some of their mm-hmm. flaws. But I'm glad you said that and you guys are starting to realize that, like the bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a flaw, but it's good for you to realize, hey, maybe I'm not as great at this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna, sure. I'm yeah. going to find someone that does this. Yeah. I mean, that's... yeah, we had a little come to Jesus moment too <laughs> with Kelly and Sunshine because we jv with them. Mm-hmm. It still turned out to be a win. Um, we got eight offers in two days and yeah. little an over asking price, but... The budget we didn't like manage the budget as well as we should have mm-hmm. and we had kelly over one day <laughs> to sit down and go over the spreadsheet and yeah she's she was like, real Y'all sweet when she paused she's like no and i was like oh here we go yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> we're gonna get some right now she's like y'all basically she's like, so sweet, watch the budget. But, i mean she was not rude about it but yeah. she's like she got on my ass the other day. She was our coach, you know? Yeah. You guys need to improve on this. Yeah. And we good. do. Yeah. yeah. That's just good. the one here. Yeah. Flipper. Like, I was, I recognized when she told us that, I was thinking of the budget as a means to finishing the project, uh, but then the idea of flipping it around. Because if the budget is there to support the project, mm-hmm. the budget can come and go as it pleases because I'm going to get the project done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, hey, I think this is a good upgrade. Let's throw these extra countertops on there. But if the project... Is supposed to submit to the budget, mm-hmm. then it requires better prior planning. Yeah, you know, like more solid execution. Yeah, better communication, better projection, mm-hmm. and say, and I. So I told the operators that are working on our uh, five current flips now. I was like, hey, I'm watching the budget, and we may need, we may need to pull the reins way back and not do some stuff. So mm-hmm. your communication has to be like really good with me. So it's been a huge shift. Mm-hmm. And know what not to do and what to do. Because that's important. You could try to save on your budget, but if you do that, and then it can affect that ARV too much. Yeah. So it's that balancing. And that's why I think it's important to stay. I like to be someone, but I'll walk through at the beginning. I'm happy to walk through in the middle of it and stuff because whoever's going to sell it can help guide you on that as well, which, you know, Kelly and Sunshine obviously can mm-hmm. too. Um, I think that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because as much as you're saying stay within budget and do all that stuff, you could easily crush your value. I mean, I've seen it's like, like all right, door, front door. yeah, just a couple uh, things can like really mess up all that work you did. You know? Yeah, and then a couple small things may help with that value, and yeah. it really didn't cost you that much. You mm-hmm. just did it to, mm-hmm. you know, make it pop a little bit or whatever the yeah. case is. You know, Kelly, I think she was addressing that with us that day. She said, look, you're wowing in the kitchen, you're wowing in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and the house will sell, you know, and it's like, okay, maybe we don't need the nine-inch baseboard as an example. We can go with the three and a half inches, yeah. stuff like that. Because that stuff compounds. Yeah, open stuff yeah. up, open yeah. floor plans too. Usually right. people like Maybe it. not tear up some new walls, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's what coaches are for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it helps. I, I'm so grateful for her. <clears throat> we would not be where we're at. Yeah, I need to... I've been fortunate that I kind of got in with them a long time ago, but we talk about sometimes where I'm like, I might just have you guys coach me just for accountability. But I'm know. telling you, should. Well, Kelly, it I'll helps. you know all of them really. You know, I'll I'll call them up frequently mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, what? You know, this is thing I'm doing. What do you think about it? Or mm-hmm. like, you know, so I get it to an extent, but not enough of the accountability. You know, and Kelly scared the fucking life into me, <laughs> man. She got on me the other day um, about REI Central stuff and. You know, we, that was the only time I've ever really had her get on me. It was pretty interesting. So it worked out. It's fine. But, you know, that's good, though, when somebody scares Is you. Is that why you haven't slept? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know. Um, well, cool. You, you guys are, uh, I guess, still somewhat beginners at this. I'll even flipping for years starting in California, the story. But, you know, you're somewhat <laughs> beginners at, like, the systems oh, yeah. and everything. But what, what tips, advice do you have for other people want to start off or maybe nervous to start off I think um, for, for somebody who's wanting to start ask yourself what you can do to add value and I was frustrated hearing that tip when I started because mm-hmm. I'm thinking I can't add any value like these are real estate investors mm-hmm. what am I gonna do <laughs> but it's not true I was talking to someone last night at the REI meeting and he said that he grew up in Monk's Corner and I was thinking, dude, that's your value add. Mm-hmm. You know that area. Mm-hmm. You can quickly discern a good deal. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. like get on the phone, to call wholesale, and say, hey, I have a thorough understanding of, of Monk's Corner. How can I help your operation? Mm-hmm. Uh, something I did was call wholesalers and say, hey, uh, I'll take pictures for you. Send me, send me, and I'll take pictures. And but then I, you get the first dibs on the deals. Yeah, yeah I'll bring you an offer too. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to think if there's any value. I said, oh, I'll crawl into the house. I'll offer a structural assessment, whatever it takes, and some of it wasn't really valuable to some people and they did it a few times and, and then I got enough relationships mm-hmm. probably because they got tired of me bugging them. Yeah. So like, here, here's the deal. <laughs> but so, even just offering to help, like a lot of people offer me help and I won't have anything to do for them but I know they care and that they're serious mm-hmm. and that goes really far. Yeah. So. Everybody's got something to add. Mm-hmm. Even like a region they're from or, you know, there's nothing that, everybody's got some value to give mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think just stretching yourself to find that and then take that risk and offer it that takes courage yeah it does <clears throat> I think once you get into that into a relationship I would just encourage people to be vulnerable say hey look I have uh, I have uh, <laughs> even with your wife just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I forgot about that yeah, that's, that's one of my goals vulnerable. oh I forget yeah, yeah. So, Mark remember thank you yeah <laughs> So, you know, and, and, you know, in a partnership to say, like, this is what I feel like I'm good at. These are my challenges. Even mm-hmm. if it's 99 to 1, it's like that vulnerability communicates that you're trustworthy and mm-hmm. you have value to add. Yeah. Yeah. I think just piggybacking on that, be a go-giver, mm-hmm. you know? See how you can. I just love, I think it could have been so easy for us to start into investing and feel like we had to step on other people just to mm-hmm. get up the ladder. Yeah. And we don't. We can pull each other up. And I, that's what I love about our group is that people are just all willing to join forces and help and benefit, be mutually beneficial. Yeah. So, and and my advice would be find a group and get connected in an investor community locally because mm-hmm. we would not be doing what we're doing if it wasn't for yep. that. And offer, you know, even if you're brand new and you know that there are people in your market that are at a certain place, like offer to help them organize a group like REI Central. Say, you know, you just show up once a month and you know I'll do all the organizational stuff like that's been Russ gave me his he used to do a happy hour a networking happy hour oh. and um, he just got sick of doing it because he was too busy so he gave it to me I was like 26 or something like that and I was like sure if you don't want to do it I went to one of those right yeah. when I moved here and that yeah. that's what turned into REI Central basically mm-hmm. was <clears throat> we had all these different disjointed things that we were doing 
and we were all sort of like being asked to get a coffee, get lunch. I want to pick your brain. And that's awesome to do. But at a certain point when you're getting coffee, like every other day, it really eats into your day. So we're like, let's just make this thing where everybody just comes to us mm -hmm. and it saved a lot of time. You know, well, not to mention a lot of those coffees <clears throat> aren't people asking to add value. They mm -hmm. just want to take all your knowledge and why you're there, and then you don't hear from them. Yeah, and it, it's so it's like mm -hmm. it feels good. It's got to be. It does. It's yeah. like that give and take, though. But you're right. If you have once you get to that level, you have like thirty people asking for coffees. Like I can't just keep on doing that. Yeah. So one group makes sense. You can add that value to them mm -hmm. without individually having to go out a thousand yeah. times. I mean, that's also why we do this podcast. Mm -hmm. Is to like bring in. Local investors, we don't have any um, interest in trying to make this like bigger than our local area, <clears throat> but we want to bring our friends in so people know what they do. And this is another good way to say, like, why don't you just listen to the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to get lunch, man. I got too many things going on. So listen to the podcast. If one of these people's doing something that you want to do, you can reach out to them. Mm -hmm. and I mean, now we have syndications, quite a few flips, wholesales. Like, mm -hmm. I'm basically, anything someone wants to do in investing, you can listen to at least yep. one plus podcast. And there's somebody that probably something. lives within like a 10 mile radius of you if you're listening okay. to this. I mean, there's a lot of people that have been listening to it from like Columbia and Greenville, which is cool too. Uh, but they have their own great groups. So if you're in Columbia, go to REI Live. That's the thing Andrew Lucas puts on, and it's a lot like REI Central. So, you know, just. Um, if you're in a market like this, you're fortunate that um, hopefully it's a very helpful place mm -hmm. to be. And none of us want to drag anybody else down, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you have good intentions. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. well, that's it for the bulk of the stuff. Um, it wasn't as uh, tight and scary as it sounds, right? And Mark, good job talking loud. Thank you yes. very much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad about it too, man. My wife can't hear half the stuff. That I say, she's. We're both like following each other around the house, going like, "Huh? <laughs> what?" I can relate. <laughs> it's bad. Um, so let's do some fun stuff. Um, mindset. I think we know what what motivates you and keeps you going. But do you want to reiterate what it is that has got you doing all this crazy stuff? I say our kids, our family. Mm -hmm. Just wanting to raise a family that we're tight knit mm -hmm. and we prioritize each other and. This is our vehicle to get there, and it's kind of like our dream job. Yeah. Like we love doing what we're doing. So. That's awesome. That's the best why. You know, if you mm -hmm. <clears throat> just want to do it kind of for personal reasons, if you wake up every day and you're like, this is cool, this is fun, this helps my family, mm -hmm. that's the best one, you know. Mm -hmm. By the way, Mark, just, I just read his sweatshirt. Yeah. He always has the best shirt. <laughs> it says, it's not a dad bod, it's a father figure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have was, some really good ones. Thank you. you know, they're all provided by my family. <laughs> oh, really? yeah. It's like the thing we get in. Yeah, but a lot of them are lame. Like you, you know, this this is a standard ones everybody gets. Like you got some pretty funny. You got some good ones. My favorite loud. one. He just got. Don't touch my tools or my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should talk to Russ about that stuff. Yeah, um, and then do uh, you guys listen to any um, podcasts or read any books or anything lately that's motivated you? I'm, I'm, I love Jocko Willink. He just gets me fired up. Cool. So it's just basic leadership and personal awesomeness yeah. focus. Um, I love the book Extreme Ownership. I, I'm halfway through Living Forward because at the halfway point, you have to make your life plan, and I'm putting that off pretty well. Yeah, so right. <laughs> I'll get that done. Chris Cates is uh, silently shaming me into that. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Um, and... I just finished Overcome. Uh, it's just another, you know, it's just fails. Just get after it. There's yeah. no excuses, you know, so I like that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Good. Well, yeah. I pretty much read homeschool books. Yeah. <laughs> no, I listen to Bigger Pockets mm -hmm. sometimes and um, just read um, The Roadmap to Financial Success. Oh, did you? Success, Good. Kelly nice. and Danny's. Yeah. Kelly Garrett and G Danny Randazza. All right. It's a nice quick read, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, super yeah. quick and super good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't find mine. I was going to take it to the event last night to show it to people, but I couldn't find it. I was going to say, I won't give it. I, I told someone about it. I'm like, I'm not giving you the book. you got to buy it. Yeah, well, speaking you know, of. you got to buy it. It's like five pages. i got to get Patrick Orifice has my um, Rich Dad Poor Dad board game. i got to get that back. You hear that, Patrick? It's coming for you. <laughs> you guys would like that. It's we fun. We have it. Do you we have, have the cash flow for kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It's fun. Um, that, it just, love it. It's cool. Like, you can see in kind of rapid fire how it builds how quickly it starts to accelerate so that's been really good um and then fun stuff we can do fun stuff i want to hear i don't think it was on the air when we were talking about this so do you like to do it with your 
kid won some money. Was that on the air and we talked about oh, that? Oh, Airsoft. Yeah. yeah, I think that was on the air. Oh, I don't remember yeah. if that was on there. Yeah, what else do you guys do? Sorry. Well, we have the standing tradition of pizza movie night, which mm. is tonight. Woo-hoo. Every Friday, yeah. Where do you get your pizza? Well, it depends. Switch it off. Yeah, we're gluten-free, so. Okay, that's tough. It has to be gluten-free. Yeah. Sometimes we make it. There's Coastal Crust Pizza. Yep. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Best gluten-free pizza you've ever had. Yep. Oh, okay. We like to go camping. Yeah. Just yeah. planned a couple trips yeah. for the summer. Where you go, any, around here or further away? We always go to the Outer Banks. Oh. Summer tradition. Mm-hmm. We love it. That's super fun. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I should do that. I love camping. Uh, so Outer Banks is a good store. And Ocracoke Island, the, awesome. the National Park campsite, okay. campground, is like over the sand dune and mm-hmm. you're on the water. Like you hear the waves at night. Yeah. Crap crashing while you're sleeping like okay. it's awesome mm-hmm. so that might be one of ours yeah. we want to book four so that might be one yeah, yeah. it's hard it's kind of hard That's to awesome. camp here sometimes because it's just a flat and muggy like falls fine but just I'm going edit but you have a camper right yeah yeah mm-hmm. with so an ac oh yeah so you're good yeah, yeah we go out to the mountains a lot the blue ridge area mm-hmm. to go like devil's force out that way uh-huh. or whatever but mm-hmm. I'm, all right outer banks yeah check that out. you can yeah. take a ferry to get there mm-hmm. yeah that's cool yeah. anything like the six of us are together yeah, that's pretty much. Well, like this weekend, we made we made all our kids take a tour all day of all our <laughs> properties. properties. Yeah. Some of them like that. Some of them hate it. We're telling this is fun, guys. Yeah. This is our family business. Yeah. But they, yeah. I mean, you can incorporate kids. That's what we were saying that yesterday. Yesterday or day before, we were talking about that. Like, if you just kind of incorporate your family into the stuff you do too, mm-hmm. it you're still spending time together. Mm-hmm. You know, so as long as it's not like too horrible you're still having fun in the car you're still like you stop and get lunch you're still mm-hmm. making jokes and all that stuff so it's just hide a five dollar bill in a different area in every house go. and then when you go there have them go on yeah make it fun yeah create value yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> my kids got right? uh, first dibs on the next demo day so oh, oh yeah they sweet. keep asking oh, Sloan does it's a great idea yeah yeah. yeah, Sadie loves staging. She's my little yeah, stager. She's she, if she's not at her homeschool co-op, she's with. I, I actually did Bacon's Bridge for the first time. I staged that one by myself, and it was not nearly as fun without Sadie. So. <laughs> yeah, I think they did a good job. They looked really cool. Yeah, yeah, Sadie's awesome. Good. So, yeah. I think awesome. that's awesome. I think yeah. that's the funnest part is like you involve your kids in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ori's gonna be mowing grass as soon as he can. <laughs> he's almost two. Yeah, a couple years away. From I mean, he's working, man. He's going to be working his little yeah, ass our off. Yeah, always, like, cleaned our Airbnb to make yeah. money. They're kind of over that now, but, yeah, it's it's fun to incorporate them. Yeah, definitely. And you're spending time with them. A lot of people don't get that luxury. Mm-hmm. Even if you're working, then you know, a lot of people can't take their kids to their office job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Still. I have this dream of inviting the kids for a day of work with Dad, which would be a lot of truck sitting and listening to Spanish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Conversations <laughs> on the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's buying on that. I don't know why. Gotta pay him. Probably because it's boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gotta get good. This job is so flashy. Yeah. You see what happens on a day yeah. basis. He's gotta get a cooler full of tamales and pay him with those. Oh, well. you know? Yeah. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, <laughs> I'd work for tamales. <laughs> so, all right, I mean, we'll start winding it down. That was good. We're at an hour. Um, great job, guys. Thank right. you guys for having us. Appreciate you being here. Yeah. I know you're busy. Dan, you got some investing tips? Yeah, I got a. When uh, analyzing a deal, uh, just make sure, and we're talking more like birds, not on the um, flip side. I know it's the whole podcast went about flipping, but if you're going to burr or get a rental, make sure you're looking at the true cash return. One of the biggest um, mistakes, especially for people starting out, and we see this all the time, you know, people will be talking about how much cash they make on a rental. It's like, well, did you factor in your CapEx, your vacancy, your mm-hmm. maintenance, your termite bond, which a lot of people don't factor in down here. And please, mm-hmm. please, please get a termite bond. They're not that expensive on your places. A lot more costly when you don't. Uh, PITI, utilities, if applicable. Sometimes a multifamily, it depends on how it's built, but sometimes you have one water meter. You can bill it back, but just make sure you're looking at your true cash return. There's a lot of times I'll talk to investors and I'll look out. Part of what I try to do to help them out is take a look at their spreadsheet, and I'll be like, hey, well, this and this, and do you factor this in? And um, like I said, you, you see it all the time. People are like, oh, I'm making 600 bucks a month on this you know, $130,000 rental. Well, no, you're not. You didn't factor in all these extra mm-hmm. costs. Yeah, you haven't had a vacancy in a year and a half, but then all of a sudden you got to evict someone. That's where it comes into play. So, And then um, I kind of shifted gears last time, and the next part is just supporting local business. 
one of them. I'm just giving another shout out to Rehab Wallet. I know you guys have used them. Mm -hmm. They're uh, amazing. So if one of your reasons for analysis paralysis is funding, um, you know, go to RehabWallet.com. They should be able to help you out. Um, and then my favorite coffee shop downtown, Biddy and Bo's. I'm going to give them a <laughs> shout out. It started off in Wilmington. And Biddy and Bo are her kids, um, kids with Down syndrome. So the coffee shop is run by kids with Down syndrome. They're the ones. Uh, yeah, and they have one. Wilmington is where it started off, but it's right across from Tommy Condon's downtown. Is a market. Ah. It, so coffee state is delicious. Water. The model is amazing. Yeah. Just, it's really cool. Um, check that out. Yeah, and um, and then Lola's uh, guys from Boston. So I'll give them a shout out. Lola's Up again. Here? No one's no one's asked us to sponsor. It's just these are just some small businesses that I go to and like. I want to give them a shout out. They have awesome jambalaya. Yeah, the yeah, one right here. Circle. It's super good. It's kind of hidden because it's only at a com what's a common house brewery. Yeah. But it's uh, it's got some good New Orleans food. It's so Nolan's good, food. and they have cornbread that's like super sugary and sweet. Yeah. Oh, it man. is good. Yeah, we oh. to, we got there pretty often. It's been a while though. We need to go back up there. But definitely so. recommend. They're a good spot. Yep. Cool. And then I forgot to ask um, if anybody wants to find you, uh, website or emails. How should people reach out to you? I think probably the easiest email is trademarkteams at gmail .com. Cool. Or Independence Homes Charleston at gmail.com. Sounds good. Yep. Well, that's it for today. That's episode 28. We need to probably split it, do a new season or something because we're getting up there. <laughs> so, season two. It, yeah. This is season two. It season asks me. Yeah, when I upload them, it asks what season number. I just always put one. But, just put two now. Yeah. First yeah. episode. You guys want to be the first episode? Sure. Right. So we're, so we're ending two, we're the capper for season one. Yeah. Right? Okay. I like that. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Cool. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to the REI Central Podcast presented by Maven Realty. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to us. You can find us online at www.mavenrealtysc.com. We also hope to see you at our next REI Central meetup. More information on dates and tickets can be found at www.rei-central.com. Have a great day.